Welcome to Never Ceasing Podcast. It never stops since we started. So let's keep on going. My friend across from me is Nathan. How's it going? I can't just pause and let him introduce himself because he hates that. And I'm Tim. Bar. And we're here to talk about Jesus. Hey. We'll come up with a better title as we talk. <laughs> it is the month of June. I welcome all of you. Uh, RJ, our monthly topic we've we've tried and failed to do a monthly topic and now we're back on track for one episode (laughs) (laughs) so i will once again as always with our monthly definitions uh, (laughs) i'm sorry should we start over (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even try (laughs) <laughs> it's like you were trying to burp and didn't fight. <laughs> one went from your face or nothing. You're just <laughs> this is real. This is us. No, no, it's okay because I, I that's we on you. That. I don't care. Okay, you know that's not the worst thing I've put on the internet. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to say what, but I know there's much, much worse. I just... Wow. Okay, then. Anyways. Anyways. The definition of Jesus is as follows. The man who Christians believe is the son of God and whose life, death, and resurrection as reported in the New Testament and the Bible are the basis of Christian religion. Gonna burp again? (laughs) (laughs) Not about it. No. Um, That is the basis of the Christian belief, correct? Uh, Hence, Jesus Christ being Christian. Um, My brain just died. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So that's what Jesus is. That's what Jesus is, according to historians. Many believe him just to be a prophet. Some believe him to be a story, just a story. Um, most believe he was at least a person that existed, but they don't know what he was. Sure, yeah. Um, what I put down was the subtopic that can vary because the definition of Jesus can mean a lot of things to different people but i also said that the uh jesus never changes he's always the same he's the same yesterday today and forever but i think jesus can mean different things to everyone but he personally himself doesn't change that's what i that's description somewhat yeah i think um something i'll get into a little bit later but the the thing is is there's jesus and there's god and a lot of times we put the two together and they are separate in one a very very deep philosophical question if you have questions about it we will discuss here but please use our facebook if you want to know more of our 
opinions about what Jesus is. But, you know, what was Jesus? Was he a man? Was he a prophet? Was he the son of God? I personally believe he was the son of God risen from the dead. Uh, and there's nothing really more to that. But there's so many things that he did before he left and went back to heaven. The Bible says he went back up in a cloud. Um, and he'll come back in rolling trumpets. And that's the signal of the end of the world. <laughs> so get ready for that. Yeah, just kidding. I mean, I mean yeah, that's, get ready that was what he told us to do. He said, get yeah, ready. I'll be I mean, back. So don't. I'm not actually yeah. kidding. You should get ready. I'll bring up my my first point I wrote down, which is Jesus is blank. Jesus is everything we like. You said he's different for everyone. You know, there's all sorts of songs and there's all sorts of different things. But with that being said, we serve God. Jesus is the facilitator. He's the reason we have forgiveness of sins. I don't want to unpromote Jesus. But at the same time, I also want to say it's God, the who we serve. You know, Jesus is a part of God, but it's God who we serve. Because we sing about Jesus, about how he's perfect. And that's right. But it's also the Holy Spirit and the the Father and then, then the Son. There's three in one, uh, known as the Godhead in the Bible. Some people call it the Trinity. And that's really what it is, is that it's God. Because it's not just Jesus performing every single miracle in our entire lives. There's also the Holy Spirit. And it's the Father who sent the miracles to Jesus while he was on earth. Because he could do nothing except through the Father. So it was through Father, through the Father, through Jesus, which sounds really complex. <laughs> but that's what Jesus is, is that Jesus is the person who came down and died for our sins. And while he was here, he told us many things. And he always spoke in parables. And it's something I wanted to touch on. Uh, Jesus talked in parables so we could understand his infinite knowledge. If if you think of a being of infinite knowledge and have them explain to you that, it's very, very difficult. And the best way I can put it is, for me, I work in a machine shop, and if I teach someone how to run a machine, I can't teach them how to run it the way I run it. I have to let them run it themselves and learn the tricks and learn the trade. I'm so sorry. It's the same if you ever taught a grandma how to play Wii Sports. I know Nathan's done that. I've done that. You ever teach your grandma how to play Wii Sports? My great gram, but not my grandma, no. It's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I taught, I taught my grandmother how to play Mario Kart. <laughs> it's very, very difficult. Like she didn't understand it at all. But you realize that's why Jesus spoke in parables. It's because he was trying to teach us to play the game of the world. And he knew if he explained it in his infinite knowledge way that he couldn't do it well. It would sound like he was a crazy man. Hmm. Like, all I got to do is ask for my help and I'll be there. It's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. And if it's the same thing with, I think, another one of the very famous parables is the parable of the talons or the 
the coins, whatever you want to say, because they're similar. It, it, it doesn't make sense, but if you told it as, well, if you do good with what I give you, then good will come. But if you do bad with what I give you, I'll take it away. Sounds so much worse than the parable that he gave. Because he gave the parable and you understood what happened with each man. It wasn't just so cut and dry that you didn't understand it. He did it in a way that people understood because it was what was in their life and it's still in our lives today. And I think that that's what the other reason for parables is, is that he sent parables for our current life problems. He didn't send it just for our future problems or not just our future problems and our past problems, but our current problems throughout our entire lives. Right. If you think about stories like that, that's crazy. I mean, think of think of a parable and you're like, I can apply that to my life is crazy because it happened 2000 years ago. <laughs> like imagine, imagine planning something for 2000 years in the future, specifically around 2023 years in the future for me and you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's you amazing. Do it. When you slap you, you're like asleep. No, I'm good. I'm good. You just started talking and didn't stop. So I was I'm just sorry. Like, no. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm boring. <laughs> um. Anyways, no, it's all good. It's all good. And everything you said was good too. I agree. Um. Parables are a great way. It, it was one of the best ways to teach. Then, but not on mm -hmm. not only then, but now. Yeah. And um. It's true. Jesus knew a lot that we didn't, and he couldn't describe it in the way that he knew. He and he could describe it in a different way, but the way that like he knew it, he couldn't describe it because if he tried to do that, then it wouldn't have like registered. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I'm I'm, I'm going to do an exercise with you, and I wrote this down because I wanted to see if you could understand. I'm going to teach you how to run one of my machines. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Now, this is my example for what it would be like to for Jesus to tell us the exact ways it would work. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So, we're going to have a machine. Right in front of you is a whole bunch of knobs. Okay. You're going to start at the bottom right and bottom left. You're going to turn it in. You can go to the next one. Only on the right side, turn it down. Okay. Then you're going to go up. You're going to take it, the knob and set it to out on both sides and then up on both sides. Okay, now you're gonna go to the next layer, okay? It says torches, okay? You're gonna set those down and in, and then you're gonna hit reverse and then start, okay? Once you get all the way to the end, go forward, turn the weld on, turn the select on, and hit start, and it'll run the program. Did you get any of that? No. That's exactly what it's like if Jesus were to tell us not in parables. You don't understand but it doesn't, what he's talking and about. That's the thing, though. Like, I could do the exact same thing yeah. with my job. Like, so for me, you go to a table, mm -hmm. right? You say your name. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. You know, if you can't do that, then you're, that's you're, you get you. the first part. You're like, okay. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you got turn the knob. That's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. Like, come on. If you can't turn a knob, then yeah. you might bottom, be retarded. Bottom right, turn the knob. I'm sorry. I understand. Yeah. But then everything else. I apologize for saying the R word anyway. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't catch it. 
I said retarded. You said it twice now. I, on, I have to turn on explicit content. <laughs> you might need to like filter what I say sometimes. Um, but anyways, like if I were to say like, all right, go up to that table and ask them what drinks they want, ask them mm-hmm. if they want any appetizers, like just all of that. Like after a while, sure, you could get it, yeah. but it wouldn't be on your first try. And that's with everything. Yeah. And if you get it on your first try, beginner's luck. I would say, yeah. And then, you're, and then, like, if you're not used to it, it's remembering, like, what did they see? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, they're like, all right, Coke, Coke, water, tea. And you're like, <laughs> did they want an appetizer? Go back to the table now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I would do terrible. My like, it's going to be so horrible. I would do terrible at it. I've never done waiter in my entire life. And I know I'd struggle. And then, like, if there were, like, gluten, whatever stuff, <laughs> beyond me. No, it's it's fun. It's fun. Um, but it's with everything. It's yeah, not just, exactly. like, one job. Like, it is with everything. You have to learn. And sometimes, I mean, it can be easy. But then other times, not so much. <laughs> And that's like with any lesson that you learn in life, like some are easier because that's a um, fruit of the spirit that God either like gave to you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people are better at learning. Yeah. Um, I think of people I know that are really good at learning. And I think of people I know that are really good at communication. And they're two different things. Like, you can't learn and communicate. No. Because, like, learning is taking in and communicating is sending out. And normally you don't get at both. Um, so, yeah, it's one, once again, everybody has different things. But for specifically for what we're talking about, which is Jesus, he talked to us in his own way. Right. And, I mean... We had to learn that. Yeah. Because even if, like, it was simple. Mm-hmm. But with the job, like, for you, you, you turn knobs and do all that. And, like, you, yeah, whatever, your jobs. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> My it, job. Like, you're not, it's, it didn't click on the first day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for some people, it doesn't even click on, like, the first month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It took me three weeks before they let me operate. Yeah. You so, know? like, and... It's not a like a time frame. Like mm-hmm. if you're a new Christian, it's not a time frame because whatever God has planned for you, it can happen whenever. Even if you're doing the greatest that you can do in Christ and your life is just bland, <laughs> like nothing's going on. Yeah. And that's because that's, that's a test yeah. because it is... The fact that you're doing everything, you're not doing everything right. Nobody does everything right. But like you're lining your life up with the way that God wants you to live. Then you're like, well, why am I not getting this? Why am I not getting that? That's a lesson. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I was going to say that um, we recently have a new Christian at our church and we're trying to help him. And one of my, one of my buddies, I'm going to call him Big O. (laughs) He gave great advice to him. Like, really good Christian advice. Great advice. Also went to Blue Ridge Bible College. So, he gave some good advice, not because of that, but 
shout out to Blue Ridge Bible College. <laughs> but um, he gave it all at once. And for a new Christian, for a new person, to take all that information in is too much. Mm. And he just sat there and gave him like list after list after list after list of things to do. And I'm sitting there going, I don't even know half these things. <laughs> I did know them all, but I also understood that as a person, you take it step by step. Like, hey, today I'm going to teach you about not lying. And you may be like, that's so small and it doesn't help at all. Just one thing, but you don't realize that that's changing their life. Yeah. You know? And in the same way that the Bible is written, it thinks about that. And he tells parables progressively. You know, he doesn't just give you all the list of things that you need to do that are perfect. You know, not, he's not the Ten Commandments. Jesus didn't give the Ten Commandments. He didn't give lists of things to do. It was already written. And then he turned and he changed it too. He took the law that was already there and changed some of it because he wanted it to be for all people. You know, and that's what he made parables for is for all people. And just how he spoke was for all people. It's um, interesting because like you can transfer it over and you can kind of relate it to playing a sport where it's like you can't be good at the sport that you just start. Yeah. Yep. Like you might have skill, but you can't like know that until you play that sport for at least a year. Yeah, at least because yeah. <laughs> like there's so many things you have to learn and there's Christians nowadays that have that were like Christians and still are Christians. Great example mm -hmm. is Pastor Wayne Holcomb. Yeah, like he's been a Christian. I'd say I don't I don't know. At least so just a, like, 60 just like years. a guess. 60 yeah. years, 50, 60 years. Well, he doesn't even know everything. Oh. Nobody ever will. Well, I'll give a good example. Dr. Wilson. Right. I know him. He was baptized in the Holy Ghost at the age of 13. So he's a Christian before that. Was it 16? He's a Christian all his life. He's one of the people that are one of the most knowledgeable. He passed recently. Um, I think he died at. 89 he's up there but all those years that he knew god and he didn't know everything and he'd be the first to tell you one of his famous messages was that he's the donkey and he's just a messenger you know he's not the best he's not the greatest he's still learning and the doctor uh pastor wayne says the same thing he says like how's your walk going he'd be like oh i'm getting closer every day you know it's not that he's found it it's that he's getting closer every day you know and jesus also showed that is that he went and he prayed and he fasted. He's just getting close to God on a daily. As I was reading in uh, Luke today, and it said that he, after talking to the crowd, he said um, everything was going well, but he's like, I need to separate myself from everyone. Go up to the mountain and fast and pray. And to me, that was the same thing. He's, he's teaching us a lesson right there and how he lived. And that brings up uh, one of my points a little bit later, but I'll say it now. It's his, it's his history, and we're the ones who go out and share the story of Jesus. We're the ones who live live out Jesus. We're the people who see... When people talk about bad Christians, they see uh, people. They don't 
necessarily see Jesus, but they correlate it to Jesus and to God. You know, that's just what I was saying before is that we get those Christians that just give you a task list of things to do, but we don't share Jesus, you know, because we put Jesus as a task list and not as a person because he came and he died as a man for us. It wasn't that he came and he gave a task list and told you what to do and what was right and what was wrong. He told you how to live a better life, not how to be. He told you how to be better. He told you how to live your life well, but he didn't change you. He didn't come and he's like, now you're this. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And it's true. Um, yeah, that's one of the qualities that I'm sure everybody could probably use mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's easy to judge people and it's like mm-hmm. you judge people because you see yourself and you see things that they need to fix mm-hmm. because you don't want to look at yourself yeah. and like realize the things that you need to fix. Now, I do think there's a difference between like helping somebody and saying like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. It's going to lead you down the wrong path. There's nothing wrong with that, but then, like, if you tell somebody they're doing something wrong, and you're either doing something equal, also in a sense, so you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong as well. You're not changing what you're doing wrong. What gives you the right to say something to the person that's the other person that's doing something wrong? Yeah, because like if you're continuing to sin in like the way that you sin. And you have no desire to change, then you have no room to talk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, I I don't want to say. Um, in Luke, it talks about this again because I'm reading in Luke. Don't talk about the needle or the thorn in the eye of your brother when you have a log in your own. I don't want to say this in the sense that you should read Luke, read the passage it's from and read the full context, because that doesn't mean not to condemn your brother, but to fix yourself along with your brother. Yeah. Because I think that's once again, something we do and we correlate that to Jesus. It's like, Oh, Jesus wants me to do this or God wants me to do this, but we don't come in and bring Jesus first and bring the love that he brought the dying that he brought for you. But we give them, oh, you're a Christian now. Well, here's all the list of things to do as a Christian. You know, that's not what Jesus came and did. That's not what he, that's, that's not what he did. That's not, you know, you're supposed to give compassion. No, I mean, I agree. I I agree entirely. Uh, I think that you do need to help your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- well, like I, I think my point is really just that, like, if you're, doing something wrong and you're not trying to improve Mm -hmm. then how can you talk yeah absolutely (laughs) i i hate i hate seeing that the what what do you call that two-face yeah the two-face i hate two-face people i hate two-face people so much like people who on one day are like, oh, today I'm going to be super holy and a Christian. And tomorrow they're like, <laughs> like, 
this like i'm gonna go out and murder 50 people it's like but yesterday you were like oh i'm holy i'm i'm great and they're like nope i'm now murderer it's like it drives me up the wall that they cannot be one or the other and i get that passage that jesus or yeah jesus says is that if you're i you're either hot or you're cold i hate it if you're lukewarm you know and there's a difference between being lukewarm and trying to become warm, which is what you're just saying, is that lukewarm where, you, where you're like, oh, I'm going to be a Christian for you and then go do it behind your back, you know, that drives me up the wall. Yeah, same. I, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, would you like me to bring up my next point? Would you like to go before I pause for too long? I had three. Three? Okay, I have six. And I've been trying none to do of six. them are really good points, so I'm kind of just going off your notes okay. and talking. Okay. I'll, I'll go off my point that I skipped, which is he had a team. Hmm? Even the most holy man that you could possibly think of had his team. And right. this team wasn't there to help him, but the reason he had a team was so that way other people could tell the story and... Because he didn't want his teachings to just be, oh, there was a man once. He was the most holy man in the world, but nobody knew about him. You know? Like, someone wrote it down so the rest could learn. It wasn't just about, just because he's perfect doesn't mean he didn't need help at times, I'm sure. Like, Jesus couldn't have personally handed out all the bread to all the people in the crowd. And you go like, that's a really bad example. But it works. It's the thing that they did is that they helped in the things that you never see. Mm, you know, you true. saw Jesus doing all these miracles and like there's just some dudes handing up bread and fish. What's so special about them? They learned and they grew. Mm. Those it's, were the people that made the church, you know. And this was our uh, May yeah. topic, meekness. Absolutely. Because they weren't too proud to hand out bread and fish yeah <laughs> like, I mean, if you think about where the, what they would become you'd say that they are not the people to hand out bread and fish you know the man who healed people with their shadow is handing out fish right you know but that's how they learned that's how they grew it's true um and they were the people who passed on the stories you know, it took four of them for each, all four of the books. And there were other accounts of Jesus from them. And there were others, but those are the ones who were called to write it down, you know? Sure. And they were the ones who sent the message. 2023 years. I just want you to imagine that as your story. Like, what did you do? Uh, not a whole lot. I just wrote down some notes for 2,200, <laughs> sorry, 2,023 years in the future. That's crazy. That's absolutely ridiculous. And they, I mean, they didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Like, they knew that it had, it probably had the potential, and they probably thought that it would go on forever. I apologize for that nerd on a bike. That's all right. That jock on a bike. I think I'm like zoned out. 
<laughs> to where I'm like, who's coming in my house with a dirt bike? Anyways. Jesus, I didn't know you dirt biked. <laughs> um, yeah, that lot that helped me lose, lose my train. Oh, uh, disciples. Lot. They didn't think that that's what they would be doing or that's the effect it would have. Yeah, it, they probably didn't think that their notes that they put in the Bible were going to be that crucial or like the words they put in the Bible. They probably didn't really think that it would last mm-hmm. that long. But at the same time, they probably thought in their heads like it had potential. I but think- it didn't matter because it it was about reaching the people that couldn't like they weren't be there. there. Yeah. Yeah. What I was gonna say was I think it'd be like writing down like us going to camp or something like that, where you're like, This was just a story of what we did. Right. Um and I mean I, so much more now. Yeah. But it was just a story. But well, it was yeah, yeah. It, like it was just a story of God. And, it was just and, a story of what they did, what they saw. Right. You know? And I, I mean, we don't think about it like that. We're like, oh, wow, like God did this, God did that. Like, mm-hmm. but like the, the God was the one that helped or put the thoughts in their mind to write down the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. People think of the Bible like it's like, it's the most it's the number one book to read <laughs> it is. because it'll teach yeah. you the most and i'm not disagreeing with that but like people i feel like people sometimes overthink it and try to make it something that it's not when they should just like read through the scriptures learn about jesus mm-hmm. Because it was about Jesus. It was his story. It was what he did through other people and what he did himself yeah. to, to get everybody to be where they're at now. This is going to sound slightly contradictory. God is the Bible, okay? Yeah. But God isn't in the Bible. Right. And what I'm saying there is God, yeah, I mean, God, who he is, what he is, what he stands for, everything he's about is in the Bible. But God himself is not the Bible. God himself is not the image of a Bible. He isn't a painting. He's he's a being, an uh, infinite being. And if you think that all God is is a bunch of page pages and a and a statue with a cross on it, it's not. There's so much more. True. No, I mean I agree. Yeah, but if you want to know about Jesus, who he was, what he did, you read the word. Right. If you want to know what he's like and what he, what he's doing now, you have to pray and you have to you have to ask. Um, it's true. Yeah. Well, I'm going to end on on the thing on this point here. Our own lives are a story of Jesus, not just the good book. But the good in us, we tell of him not just once in a while, but all the time, because we live it. We live the next story of Jesus, as he lives in us. Man, true. I mean, and and just remember, when you walk around through your day, that Jesus is with you, and you, in the current time right now, 
right now a clock. You are living Jesus. You are the living embodiment, the closest thing people may see of Jesus. So live like you are. Don't live like you're a king, but live like you're a man like trying you to serve help. a king. <laughs> what? Like you like you serve a king, like you well, serve the king. Well, I was gonna say live like you're here to heal. Like he lived. He never asked for a crown. He never asked for gold. He never asked for riches. He didn't live like a king, like a like a like an English king would or a really important king would. He lived like a doctor who didn't know where his next meal was going to come from, but he just knew how to heal. It's true. He knew how to change people for the better. And that's a hard thing to live for. But if you think about life like that, it helps you realize what's in front of you, that mission field that's in front of you. Never doubt it. Never doubt that you could help someone anytime. I'm done with the last point for me to Jesus's story. And I don't know. For me, it's just like, it's emotional. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, you're glad he came. You're sad he left. <laughs> but you know, one day you'll be with him again. Not that you were with him before, but like he was with you. So eventually one day, That'll be the best day of your life going and actually being able to see the creator that created everything here. <laughs> no, I I think I'm more excited. Like I just get excited about like the times where I know like this is the moment where I get to really feel Jesus and that spirit is near. Not his spirit, but the Holy Spirit. Um that he's just nearby. And then I'm gonna just spend some time with him and just really like go for that walk and just enjoy the nature of God and just really feel that peace, you know? It's true. And that's it's, really uh, what I want at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, same. Same. It's, uh... So go and do it yourself. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> that's right. Stand up right now, kids. <laughs> Stand up right now. Just go do it. Yeah. I don't know what it is that you're going to go do. Yeah, we'll we'll still be going when you come back. Yeah, we would not. So don't yeah. don't be worried about that part. Hit we'll the, be here. Hit that repeat button. Still keep going. It doesn't keep stop. It hasn't stopped. But I just want to stop and take a moment. <laughs> I know that you're trying to end it, and that's okay. <laughs> he knows what my cues are. It's okay. Yeah, whatever you want like, to say. Because like usually you're the one that like it prolongs stuff. Uh. You know, it's funny, yesterday we were on the phone and you were like, I'm not going to make this, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not going to go and be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a priest, let's talk about Jesus, but like, you, we made it to look like what he means to us. Yeah. And it's important, and that was the uh, topic yeah. The definition of Jesus, what we see him as, and how we should view him. And I think, honestly, at the end of the day, it's like, don't overthink it. Yeah. 
don't try to make something it's don't try to make it something it's not and live your life for him yeah <laughs> he, he came he died he rose again it's it's so simple but it's what he did yeah and it's so simple but it's so powerful like it's not just like he came died he rose again all right that's it like there's a story yeah and so go read that story go read that story i remember i don't know if you've you remember this when we were kids with the uh adventures in odyssey every once in a while there'd be an ad with a scripture story and it'd be like found in galatians 4 through 13 go read it yourself i think i remember that yeah, yeah. it's it's like what huh what yes all right I don't know. But it did make me want to read the story. And yeah. then I'd start and I'd be like... Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's reading. <laughs> Vancouver, BC. Do you remember that? Vancouver, BC, B6B, 4G3. Or in Canada, write to us at P.O. Box 9800. Well, that's what I just said. Vancouver, BC, B6B, 4G3. <laughs> that's what it is. That's funny. Like anybody that watched Adventures and Honest knows that. But, but not. anyways, we've come to the break. Yeah, there, your guys are already out in the street walking. Yeah, so, so we got. If we you gotta, came back, go back out. Yeah, go back out with they're like they're like go. I, I'm imagining you like in the future when you re-listen to this, like going outside and like. All right, that was long enough. Walk back in, <laughs> and you hear me go, "Go back outside." You're like, "Take <laughs> it, got me again." <laughs> but I will. Um, but yeah, it's important. Don't overlook it. Don't overthink but over, it. Don't overthink it. Yeah. And another rhyme. So I'm gonna blink it. That's all I can think of. It's not good. But yeah, I just just live your life for God. And that's it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like just just Amazing. just do it. Just do it. Because you. you'll never regret it. No. I don't think anybody I, well I'm not gonna say anybody. There has I'm sure there has to be some. But when you really truly follow, I don't think you ever have regret. No. And anyways, is it time here. for our mid bathroom break? It's time. It's time. So it's time. Let's... Yeah. Go ahead. Thank you, God, for Timmy being able to sneeze. <laughs> anyways, I turned the mic off. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That was your sneeze, just in case you didn't know. I'm going to go back to the prayer. Thank you, God. (laughs) This is real. This is us. Yeah, no, it's just... It's all right, though. It's all right. God, I pray that you give the people the ability to see you in the way that you want them to see you. God, I pray that you show us the way that you want us to walk. God, I pray that those people that are struggling to see you they see you, God, yep. in a new way. And I pray that, God, you show us 
the way you want us to walk. Just saying, amen. There's one last thing I want to say. What now? <laughs> There's one last thing I want to say. Okay. You ever think about Jesus sneezing in the middle of his word? All right. So, uh, his son ran away from home. Waiter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ran away from home. And, uh, yeah. And his dad, he lo- <laughs> looked at his son and said, Come back home, son. Excuse me. I love you. I bless myself. I mean, Father, bless me. (laughs) Father, bless me. I asked for your blessing today. (laughs) I did that earlier this morning, but (laughs) here I am again. (laughs) Here I am again, Father. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> if you could. Oh. 